Hello and welcome to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and Russell Hampton. You can check out uh, all the things they have, but if you're watching online, you can see the swag they sent us. They print uh, for Rotary clubs, businesses across the country. They can print, uh, you know, regular printed stuff, or you can see we got a cutting board here, a hat, a Stanley mug. And Sounds like pretty much anything that you want to put your logo on. So if you have a if you have a business that you print items on, go ahead and email this show, and we'll connect you with our sponsor, Russell Hammond, and it's uh, uh, searching for service show at gmail dot com. Check us out, Kelly. Check us out. You've got our hosts. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk, and I'm Chad Larson. And who today do we have we, today? Uh, we are we're very excited to have Tom Gump. He Ooh. is our um, ro- fellow Rotarian from Edina Morningside, who also serves as the aide to President Elect, right? Yep. Stephanie yep. Urchek. Soon to be president. So yep. Soon to be president. She'll be that'll year. that'll be coming up here um, during the summer. That that flip out happens in July. So Yeah, it was a great conversation. Learning. Tom is going to share a little bit about our um, the magic of Rory, which is the theme for this episode. Oh, you 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 spoiled it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoops! No, it's okay. No, he's he was a great guest. Third time, first third time guest we've had, and yep. uh, it's always fun to have Tom in, and and was kind of a different focus this time with learning what they're doing uh, with the new president. Tom's always good for stories too. He's got a couple really great yeah. stories that he shares in the episode, so make sure that you're tuning in to to hear those stories. I always love to Tom Tom is like the ultimate driver of Rotary. Yeah. And not just like at the Rotary International scale, but just he always finds a way to move you individually. Yep. Like if you've got something that's on your mind that you want to work on that Rotary isn't currently working on, he's like, "Hey, just uh, talk to this person or that person. Oh, the funds are right here. We'll do this." Yeah. That's like, and you're like, "Wait he's a second. Like the ultimate connector. <laughs> it feels like. Yeah, he is. And and literally after you talk to him, you're like, "Wait a second. I just I just kind of uttered that out into the universe. He didn't have to like go and make that. Like I mean, it's literally the next step is to just do it. And you're like, ah." <laughs> We're lucky to have him in our club, and lucky to lucky to to learn from him. We're yes, lucky. We we're are. very lucky, and you know, I'm excited. Or I was excited to hear about several different things that Rotary is doing to really spread the theme um, around the world, and kind of how, kind of what his role looks like with in conjunction to service, because yeah. it he really does talk mm-hmm. about it in conjunction to service, and it's it's. It's really helpful because sometimes, like I'm even guilty of it, that you really think about these Rotary International positions as figurehead, and yep. you know it's not boots on the ground, it's not actively serving, it's not, but it is. Yep. Like they're going and mm-hmm. applying drops yep. and doing service mm-hmm. projects in real time, and it's it's almost modeling what everyday Rotarians should be doing. Yep. And I think that that's so cool. And, you know, that's exactly what you're looking for out of your leadership in an organization. So what's fun about having somebody like Tom on the show, too, is he really gives you kind of a front row seat to what's happening. And it's he can only share so much. Right. But it's he's like, I'm giving you just a little bit of intel into that front seat of like what it looks like to be the aide to somebody like Stephanie Urchek. And then all that encompasses that role as well. Well, and as as listeners to this show, it, it truly is an embarrassment of riches in resources that we have with Tom. And, you know, our club for years has had Tom as a member and, you know, we've <laughs> we've benefited greatly from it. Yep. And one of my favorite things about this show and having Tom on regularly is that our listeners get to to see exactly what we're, you know, exposed to and, yeah, every and, week. and every week <laughs> and, you know, hopefully it compels you to serve, join a service organization or ultimately join Rotary. And, you know, Tom is an open book and one of those people that, you know, 
email me, call me. Yep. I'll get you set up. And it's it's pretty amazing. Like you think that he'd be so busy that he doesn't have time for you. Every you'll, single every you'll single hear how time. Busy he is. Yeah, every amazing. single time I've ever reached out to Tom, we've met or he's taken my call or he's returned my email. It's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> well stay tuned yep. for uh, the great interview with Tom. We'll see you then. You're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Joe Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. I'm Gilly Kirk. And we'll be back. Up your game and show off your Rotary Club spirit. Did you know there's a one-stop shop for all things Rotary apparel? Russell Hampton Company is the world's largest provider of licensed Rotary-branded merchandise. From apparel like hats, jackets, and shirts to banners, tents, and awards, they have it all. And most things are customizable. And they can handle orders of all sizes. Russell Hampton Company also has deep connections to Rotary. In 1920, the company founder was part of Rotary Club No. 1 in downtown Chicago. Russell Hampton Company models their business on the Rotary four-way test and gives back 10% of all purchases to Rotary, supporting its global work. So the next time you and your club are out on a service project, arrive with the right swag from Russell Hampton Company to promote your club and Rotary. Even non-Rotarians will want some of your cool hats, shirts, and jackets. Learn more at bestclubsupplies.com. That's bestclubsupplies.com. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. Of the things we think, say, or do. Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk on sun? Will it be a good will and better friendship? Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk on sun? Will it be beneficial to walk on sun? Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing now was performed by Rotary Club of Dar es Salaam Oyster Bay. And welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. We're also brought to you by Russell Hampton, the number one printer for Rotary in the country. They have, you can check us, check out some of the swag we got with us. Um, We got all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We got a hat. We got some mugs. Stanley mug looks like. Cutting board. Yeah. So if you have a business that requires printing. Or your club needs it. Yep. Check them out. Check them out. Well. We have returning guest, Mr. Tom Gump. The one and only Mr. Tom Gump. Number in the house. three. Yeah, first, third time guest. We're going to have to have an entire <laughs> playlist that's just Tom Gump. The saga. <laughs> And I think we're going to have trouble getting through everything from talking to him before <laughs> right? we uh, got on air here. <laughs> we got five or six shows already. Well, we wanted to, to, you know, what is your current role? So let's, we should update people mm-hmm. on that because yep. I, I think you have a new role since we last saw you in studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an honor to be here with Kelly and Joe and you, Chad. And uh, my new title is Aid to the Rotary International President 2024-25. Awesome. Which we had on, Stephanie Urchek. Yep. Check that yeah. episode out. Yeah. We'll link it. We'll link it in the, the show page. <laughs> and so what are you what are you doing with her uh, on a day-to-day basis and what does that kind of entail? Well, it's an exciting position and it ranges uh, on a continuum from getting her a Diet Coke to <laughs> <laughs> to being a chief of staff and everywhere in between. Um, it depends on what's on her calendar. 
Um, for example, tomorrow we leave for Pakistan. Uh, that'll be a very exciting trip because <coughs> we actually get to meet. What I'm really most excited about is we get to meet the frontline women healthcare workers who are risking their lives to deliver that polio vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see the wall of martyrs that actually has individuals pictured there who died trying to deliver the polio wow. vaccine. And we get to meet uh, with the prime minister. Uh, so, <laughs> Very cool. Wow. Sounds like a pretty exciting trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, Sounds like the embodiment of service above self. Yeah. Get, grab me a Coke or come meet the prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're both rewarding. I was just going to say, they both, they're both great. <laughs> uh, before we dive in, there's a new theme that you guys have for this year that, that she has. Um, tell us about it, and then it connects with our sponsor here. Can I get a drum roll? <laughs> the new theme... For 2024-25 is the magic of rotary. There you go. Ooh. It's very exciting. So the logo you may see is four stars. Um, the orange and the blue, they represent the colors of change. Um, so we're very excited. You know, Stephanie um, did a lot of things in rotary, but one thing she was in charge of was the strategic plan. So... It's exciting. We call it an action plan because we're actually using it. It has four strategic priorities. But a lot of that, especially the fourth strategic priority, has to deal with adapting and change. Mm -hmm. So in order for Rotary to thrive, we're going to have to do that. Um, And the theme will help us do that. Yeah, very cool. (laughs) Well, talk to us a little bit about some of the magic that we're bringing to the world through Rotary this year. Sure. Well, there is so much magic, and uh, it seems that – Usually when you announce a theme, there's you hear some negatives, you hear some positives, but we had heard nothing but positive about this theme, and she really likes it. But I think to start off, why don't I share with you the story that she shared at our International Assembly? So for the last week, we've had the international governors from around the world, um, actually they're the governor-elects, so come July 1, they will be what I call Stephanie's governor. She doesn't yeah. like when I say that. She <laughs> likes to say... Uh, the governors of 24-25. But she told a story how she went to the Dominican Republic. Um, And when you say magic, uh, obviously she doesn't believe uh, that you can wave a wand and say some words and stuff happens, things, positive things happen. She knows that service is hard work, uh, but the reward you get and the relationships you have and how you grow from it, that's the magic. So she tells the story how she went to the Dominican Republic and the hard work of traveling there and they get the water filters and they take brown, dirty water, which is unhealthy. They run it through the filters and clean water comes out. Well, she did this um, for a small family with two ladies and three children. And the little boy was tugging on her sleeve saying, do the magic again, do the magic again. So that's where the theme derived from, from that story. Wow, that's pretty cool. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. That's, That's a great story. That is a good story. Yeah. That's what this show's all about. Yeah. Great stories like that. Tom, you're always a gem for stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you've already started doing some work with her in, internationally. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about what you're doing on the upcoming trip, but tell us a little bit more. You were in the Philippines recently we uh, working on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, When we were in the Philippines, uh, we did some similar things. Um, Of course, we visited projects that were going on there, and those are always great. We did a ribbon-cutting ceremony for 50 homes that were just built for people who didn't have homes. And the other thing that uh, I was fortunate to do, and I had never done before, but because of Stephanie, she requested it, and um, they let me do it, and she did as well, is we administered those drops of polio vaccine to children who haven't had it before. And I tell you, um, it's hard to describe the emotions that come over you when you do that. Because you're holding a child, and there's help, other people are holding the child, and you have to put two drops in. But as you do that, what goes through your mind is that child is going to be like Kelly and Joe's children. They're going to run. They're going to play someday. And if we weren't rotary, we together, um, along with our partners, WHO, Bill Melinda Gates, the Gavi Vaccine Alliance, and a dozen of them all together, and political organizations, governments. If we weren't doing that, that child would be crippled. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of folks think 
uh, polio is in the history books. We don't have to worry about it because we actually get vaccines here. Yeah. Um, and I had to get four shots going to Pakistan because I read in the State Department that if you don't have a polio vaccine within the last year, they could detain you and not let you wow. out of the country. Oh, wow. So I got another polio shot a couple days ago. <laughs> What's the so – the Just drop. to be on the safe side. I made a put, <laughs> Kelly, I made a put on a yellow card that says lifetime, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm good. It is with my visa and with my passport. <laughs> you're administering the drops and you're just yeah. drop, drop for yourself. Like but this. one other thing we were able to do, and I think this is important too – uh, we were able to meet with the president of the Philippines, Bong Bong Marcos, and his mother, 30 years ago, was one of the driving forces that worked with the Rotary Clubs there to start this initiative. Hmm. These were people like you and me starting an initiative. It was an audacious goal to rid the world of only the second time. This will be the only second time in the world that a disease has been eradicated. And so he was telling about how his government's going to continue to support that. So it's it's a pretty cool yeah, well, you just hear the legacy of that. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Like, well, it's 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 sad and incredible at the same time. It's sad that it's now trickled into a second generation where this battle is still going on. However, there's very few left, though, isn't there? How many cases are there? Is it? There was 12 um, active cases. There's some vaccine-derived cases that uh, get into um, yeah. the systems. Yeah. Mm. But if the cool part is, if we can eliminate it. This coming up year, like we have no cases, then after three years it gets certified, and we have our international convention in Manila in 2028. Wouldn't that be something? So we can celebrate the polio-free world yeah. where it started. That would be super cool. <laughs> How incredible I think. would that yeah. be? It'd be awesome. Well, maybe that's what it takes. You know what I mean? Maybe mm -hmm. it just takes that. We're gonna have it done by that date. You know, like and just mm -hmm. set the date and do it. I, I gotta back up. So the president's mother didn't just start it in the Philippines, but she started the global movement for it. I was thinking it was, wow. Yeah. So it's actually a couple Rotarians in the Rotary Club with her support, helps get governmental support. But it's interesting how Rotary can change the world. Yeah. You know, Stephanie at mm -hmm. the International Assembly, she had several opportunities to have her remarks addressed to the crowd. And she told the story, which you guys probably heard, of the starfish mm -hmm. where two people are walking on, one picks up and throws it in. And I always thought that was interesting because, you know, by ourselves we can't do a whole lot, but together, and our vision statement Rotary is together we see a world where we can unite and take action to create lasting change in the world, in our communities, and in ourselves. And that's what this service is all about. I think we talked about this one of the other times we had you on and like one of my favorite lines of all time is never let anybody tell you that uh a few dedicated people can't change the world because it's the only thing that ever has like it's, nice. it's 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 so true though right i mean so true <laughs> it's it's really funny when you when you really think about some of the big things that we've tackled rotary or just the world in general it usually started in one room conversation between a couple people like, hey, what do you think? Yeah, let's can, do it. Can we do this? Yes, we can. <laughs> and that's why this show is so important because you're getting the word out. Because so many times in Rotarians, we talk to ourselves because yeah. yeah. we're like-minded people. I love uh, that our district is doing this podcast and having that external focus. Yeah. Well, we talk about it all the time. I mean, the for our listeners that have been with us the whole time or have joined and listened to the entire series the wealth of knowledge that you have versus somebody who is just at the club level serving still doing real work right yeah. but just the the context of understanding what rotary does at larger levels and, and the power with, within in the power of it it's incredible like we just did an episode on chad his one year anniversary <laughs> is like next month yeah. and just the different journey that he had versus most Rotarians and yeah, like I, I got a different experience learning about so much more, and then still learning at the club level. You know? <laughs> and that is so important because so many people, like Chad, they're asked to join. Like I was, we're asked to join a club, so we know about that club. But most Rotarians don't know there's fellowships and there's action groups, and there's you know councils and legislations. There's international assembly. Chad, even though you're not a district governor yet, you can pay and be an observer to that. Yeah. Our council on legislation, which is our parliament, and all these things we need to tell our members. So if for some reason 
they don't like their club, they don't have to leave Rotary International. They could join another club. Or, like I like to say, they can start their own. own club. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, is there uh, some part of the magic that you would like to hear Tom talk about? Um, you know Rotary's what? Tom's done? done a pretty darn good job of covering it, so I think I'm good on my... <laughs> well, you mentioned the International Assembly, so you, you, you just had that, right? Yes. And where was that? Was it here? It was in Orlando, oh, nice. uh, Florida, next to Disney, at a place called Rosen Shingle Creek. And Stephanie and I got to meet the owner of that establishment. And it was just great because they have their own wing. And I tell you, going to a place where there's 525 Rotarian leaders who are going to lead their district all over the world. We had a culture night where everyone wore their native garb. Um, so Stephanie had four costume changes from clothes <laughs> she picked up in Korea and the Philippines. And, and um, it was so fascinating. It was just it was inspirational. So was your cutoff T-shirt and jean shorts, was that yours? <laughs> we had such, you know, um, a lot of Americans, they wore a lot of jeans, yeah. cowboy hats, that kind of thing. We had so many meetings before and after that I just had to be in a suit. I didn't really have time to do the costume <laughs> to, changes. To participate. Yeah, yeah. What was the big... That's okay, Tom. That's that's your getup. We're so used to <laughs> seeing say, like, so But Kelly, this is the new tie. This is the new tie. I like tie, the new so. tie. It's I, a new theme I tie. I like it a lot. And it has the logo on the back. And oh, then it cool. has the um, nice. motto, the phrase also. So cool you'll see that? this for the next Wonderful. 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe longer. <laughs> yeah, you'll cycle it in, right? <laughs> is, and I assume being that, is that where you announce the next year it is. theme? It's so and close to Disney. Well, that's a cool place. Yeah, to yeah. It. It really Probably is. intentional. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And our district governor-elect, Sharon Bloodworth, she brought a lot of her classmates together, and after, they actually went to Disney World. So when we had our district um, foundation meeting this past Saturday, she took it from Disney World. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> what was the common, you know, things that you guys are teaching, and, you know, what do people learn down in that uh, experience? Well, they have a really good adult education program where they do have people present on different topics, but then the DGEs actually go in with trained facilitators. And it's so great to be a learning facilitator because they train you how to do international facilitation. And when I did it, I just felt like I learned so much. But they learn from each other. They pull the knowledge out of the room. So if you both were district governor elects, you three were, you can, Chad, you can tell them this is what I'm going to do. And I can say, that's a good idea and take notes on it. Um, so they learned that way. Um, every They took the 525 and divided them up into groups of four. So at lunch every day, a, a quarter of them got to meet Stephanie. I'd do a little introduction, and she would speak, and she told them what she would expect from them. She has three primary presidential initiatives. Um, the first one is using the action plan, which is basically our strategic plan, and it's four action plan priorities to grow Rotary. Um, the second is to heal a divided world. So basically, all these service projects we do, the clean water that she talked about, um, the building of the homes, that leads to positive peace, mm -hmm. which isn't just an absence of war. It is conditions that lead to peace. And then her last one is continuity to make sure um, that all her hard work during her year doesn't go away yeah. and that she continues the work of Gordon McAnally, our, our current president. You know, we talked a little bit about this um, in one of our last shows is what does Rotary do to ensure continuity? Is there is there staff that question. stays on? Is there like how do how do we ensure continuity just because it changes over so rapidly um, or is it just. Hope and pray. <laughs> I'm guessing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, it's not much different than you see in our club. Okay. So you have, um, yes, you have the positivity of having a one-year term. So a president, whether a club president or a district governor or president of Rotary International can give her his all for a year mm -hmm. um, and have that new energy, new ideas. But we do have continuity. And yes, there is a staff. We call them the secretariat. And there is a, a general secretary, secretariat whose external title as of 2019 on our council legislation is CEO, but internal we call him the general secretary. There's 900 staff people, um, over seven offices worldwide. 
Um, about 700 are in our headquarters in Evanston, Illinois. We have a beautiful building right downtown. Um, there's other tenants, not just us, and they work hard. Now, the continuity is ensured by several different things. There's committees. So Rotary National has committees. Um, I serve on the Rotary National Membership Growth Committee. We work on growing membership. We have an ORC committee, Operational Review Committee. Most terms are three years. Audits for uh, ORC committee is seven, but that ensures continuity as mm -hmm. well. But this particular president line, the current president, President-elect Stephanie and President nominee Mario are specifically working on continuity because things such as eradicating polio that we talked about, that's going to take 30 years to get done. We've been working on it for a long time. Without continuity, you can't get those things done. Right. On the big projects. Well, that makes sense. It's good that there's there's a certain level of stability. Like, I love the fact that there's a change every year. I think new energy, new like, like you said, you can kind of burn the candle at both ends of the wick for a year. <laughs> we talked a little bit about duration, right? Like, it's temporary. And when you know it's temporary, you, you can really go all in. And then knowing that there's also a, a legacy plan too. Um, so do the three, so like, let's say within the three year window. So you've got your president, your president elect, and then the, um, nominee, uh, nominee. thank you. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> do they sit down and go, okay, we've got to create some, some continuity between the three of us. Like what, what's your, what's going to be, well, but they don't announce their initiative until the year that they're going to be president, right? Correct. It, it gets announced and they're in their president elect year. Okay. So Stephanie, takes office on July 1st, and yep. she announced it in January. That's how it usually works. Okay. And it's a great time because the district governor-elects are there in person. They hear it for the first time. They're motivated. We want them to be able to call back home and say, okay, Joe, Chad, Kelly, this is what it's going to be. Um, but they do meet regularly. They also meet with John Hugo, who's our CEO, general secretary, and they do talk about continuity. So Gordon's emphasis a lot was on mental health. Mm -hmm. Stephanie's not going to let that drop. She's going to keep on making sure she works on it. The important things, all three of them, if you talk to Gordon, you talk to Stephanie, and you talk to Mario. And the district governor-elects got to hear this in Orlando because all three gave remarks at the closing. They were all very similar. They're, they said it in different ways, but there was a continuity in message. Um, in messaging, and that's important. It strikes me as a yes end mm -hmm. statement, right? Like it's like a, a improv session. It's you know somebody kind of starts something, and then it's like yes, and right. we're going to do this. Yes, and and they, and you don't ever forget the thing before, but you continue to build on it. I think that's a it's a really interesting structure that seems to be obviously successful, and um, you know seems to be working really well. So as we go. Well, I guess we still have some time left in this year, the rotary year. Uh, yeah. Um, what are some of the big service opportunities, service trips that you guys are working on that the, the listeners should know about? So she will travel all around the world as a president-elect. She did it a little bit when she was a nominee. But the planning is now ending and the actual doing is starting for her. Um, she will travel and go to service projects around the world. There's different types of service that she does. She will, um, this time of year, starting next month in February, we have our PETS season, mm -hmm. which PETS is P-E-T-S, which stands for President-Elect Training Seminars. So she will go around mostly the U.S. Um, I think she goes to Italy at one time. I'll be doing some trips with her for that. I'll be doing some on my own. And Mario's got some on his own. So that'll take us through um, spring. In early spring, um, district conference season happens. So during her year as president, um, she will have president's rep. So any district who wants to have a district conference, they have to meet some um, minimum number of people and has to be at least a day long, those kind of things. She will send a Rotary senior leader to go speak. Um, so that'll be that season. Then we go into institute season. So that's where a bunch of districts get together, and they have um, two to three. Um, we went to one in Manchester a few months back that had seven. Um, there's different uh, number of districts that get together for that. And then we'll go to um, an international convention in Singapore, and that'll be really fun. 
And then next year we'll go to Istanbul, Turkey, because there is a peace center that's mm -hmm. being dedicated. And then we also have our Council on Legislation, which only happens once every three years. So not every president gets to preside over one. But that's our basically legislature, our parliament, where we come up with changes to our governing documents and things like that. In between that, there's all kinds of 100-year anniversaries. There'll be 426 100-year anniversaries this year. Of course, she can't get to every club because yeah. there's 46,000 of them. She can't get to every district. So she does inspire when she goes to, as all our presidents do, um, which is important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's, as a leader on that scale, I mean, it's as much about inspiring and and as it is about the action. I mean, the action's important, but the inspiration really lasts. Mm -hmm. you know? And carrying clear message, right? right? I mean, when there's a clear message from the top, it trickles down. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I love about Rotary is it's extraordinarily clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> There's definitely, you know, whether it's a theme or whether it's, you know, service above self. I mean, that's a pretty simple one. And then, you know, we all get lost a little bit along the way. I mean, whether it's a club or whether it's a district, whether it's a, I mean, we all need that little, little alignment every now and then. And yeah. that's, that's why it's good to have good leadership. So I'm excited to see what uh, Stephanie does with her year. And so at the end of the year, the last thing, one of the last things she'll do is she'll preside over a convention. And so this year it's in Singapore and that's Gordon's convention. Her convention will be in Calgary. So that'll be really, really fun. A week before their stampede. So that'll be fun. <laughs> so the first videos for that were shown at International Assembly. Cool. Well, what kind of in inside information are you planning to give the show <laughs> over the next year as, as you uh, explore this new role that you have that's obviously very, very cool? It wouldn't be searching for service without Joe asking a question like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, typically um, RI has such professional staff. You asked about the secretariat. And when there's a big announcement such as where a convention is going to be, they get together and they make sure that whatever they need to do, like if it was in a certain city, they might get the the governor of that state if it was in North America and the mayors of the cities to do a press release. In certain cases, we're allowed to tell our local uh, individuals mm -hmm. the night before or the morning of before that. Um, so I will give you as much as I can without being fired. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's a it's hard to keep secrets. I mean, uh, you know, for this, <laughs> this particular Russell Hampton, they make great products. Um, you know, he had a sign of confidentiality, the owner, Joe sure. Beveridge. No, they that all makes did, sense. Um, because mm -hmm. it's under lock and key. But they have to yeah. but they have to get the, the ball rolling, right? Yep. yep. Well, how about this? Will you come on the show and announce where the next uh, conference is? When I'm allowed to, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. That's what I mean. I when you're allowed to. to, when it's within the rules and regulations. <laughs> Way to put them on the spot. Hold on a second. Who is in the window? Uh, <laughs> Lloyd chaperoning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I want to switch gears because I've heard. Before we all get in trouble. No, no, no. Yeah. And something that I've. You've well. We hear a lot is if there's something you want to do, a project, or something, you can do it. Mm -hmm. And I've heard multiple people tell me that you helped them through that process. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's been a common theme when I've heard that. Mm -hmm. And then somebody tells me, "Well, yeah, I, I've actually done it now." Mm -hmm. Where do you start? And you know, what have you a figured out, or what do you teach people when you say, "I want to do this project," "I want to do that"? So, I, a little bit different from your role now, but I, I know you facilitated a lot of projects. So, can you explain that a little bit to us? Sure. It's interesting because most of the time I'm asked to talk about membership. Yeah. So, um, which makes but, sense. Yep. Because I do a lot of that, but I am passionate about our Rotary Foundation. I have actually worked on more than a dozen international and local projects. You have. Club grants, where our club, we're going through that process right now. We mm -hmm. give to local. We have uh, district grants. Um, I'm so fortunate that um, when we're going to Pakistan, we just did a district grant that originated from the Rotary Club of Adina Morningside, where we're going to give money in order to uh, 
have potter's wheels and sewing units so we can have microeconomic development for some women there who want to do that. We've got a soft commitment. We have to bring forth the paperwork from our district to do um, close to a $100,000 grant in Pakistan. So when we go to Pakistan, uh, we are going to be able, because of the kindness of our club and our district, to say, we want to start a relationship with you, and it could lead to many other things. But it's you can do so many things when it comes to grants, you know. And let me talk about what Stephanie, one of her um, pride is the Hearts of Europe grant. This is a situation where USAID uh, partners up with the Rotary Foundation, and they both contribute funds. Um, I was fortunate to be ahead of a grant that just got approved that'll give mental health care grants inside of Ukraine. So Stephanie, I bring this up because one of the sets of trips that she's going to do is she's going to go to the major projects that have been funded by this Hearts of Europe grant initiative and visit those countries. So, And the great thing about this particular grant is, um, not in my case because there's a war going on there, but when I started the grant before the war started, if there wasn't a war there, I can travel and USAID will actually contribute um, monies to do that so that we can travel because they want a, a relationship to form. Sure. Now, most of the times if I go to Honduras or any of you go to Honduras, we'd be paying for our own pocket to do those things. Uh, so the grant money usually just goes to uh, benefiting the – Yeah, the work being done. Yes. Yeah. But anything you want to do, we can do. And that's what I love about Rotary. You know, other organizations, even though they're nonprofit, those nonprofits decide where the money's going to go. We can figure out a project. We can figure out the budget. We can raise the money. We can go to our club or district, um, or we can go to Rotary International or any combination thereof and do the project we want to do. Then we can go and we can implement it. Mm -hmm. So it could be Chad's project. It could be Kelly's project. It could be Joe's project. And there's just so many worthy projects around the world. And that's what I love most about traveling around the world, seeing the projects that have been done. You know, the last time we went to Korea a little while ago, um, we went out to a project where they were taking apartment buildings and they were renovating them, taking out the mold and stuff so that people's parents who couldn't afford to do that renovation on themselves, they would do that. So Stephanie, there was a gentleman whose elderly mother was living one and he was just cried when he saw Stephanie because he was so happy that the embodiment of our organization was there in person recognizing that. And then it's fun to go downstairs and pick up your paint rollers and help do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in Korea, you have to dress up a lot. So, <laughs> so you fit right <laughs> in. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're painting. So. <laughs> you didn't wear that suit with the, <laughs> with, no. with, the, with the leftover paint on it? I mean, you go to Louis Vuitton and you pay big money for paint splattered on stuff. So, <laughs> If I'm doing it right, I should spray all my suits with bug spray for next week. When we go to... <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, one thing that you did talk about with that is there's a recognition of the relationship component in conjunction to the project itself and how important just fostering that positive relationship is mm -hmm. because you had mentioned that as part of what was the, what was the project specifically where you mentioned that the travel would be included? The USAID the U parts of yeah, Europe. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, so in that sense, it's, they, they seem to understand the power of that relationship and fostering mm -hmm. that communication. And it's, part of the project versus you having to pay for it, which it's fine. You know what I mean? It's one of those things, but it just shows you that the relationship is as important as the project itself, because mm -hmm. the relationship is the piece that keeps kind of giving over and over and over again. And then you just don't know where it ends up. Absolutely. And the exciting thing is like my first water project in Honduras uh, we did it with World Vision. Mm -hmm. So it ended up um, Rotary International put in 400000 in rough numbers. Uh, World Vision matched that. Yep. And then after, another additional third 400000 came in from the local government. But the future, uh, Rotary is moving towards these grants of scale where we can go and put up $2 million. And yep. the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation can put up $2 million. World Vision can put up $2 million. Um, and we can do this. We've done it with malaria. The next one's going to be on cervical cancer. Um, oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. So 
I'm excited about the partnerships that we can get involved in so we can maximize that input and really get the word out about Rotary at the same time. So I think the future looks bright for us. Besides the other two interviews that we've had with you, of course, Tom, one of my favorite interviews is Brian Singer, or uh, what, what's his name from World Vision? I'm, I'm blanking on it, but we had... It's Brian Gower. Brian Gower. Oh, yes, Thank you. absolutely, yeah. yes. Was It was absolutely astonishing and I think about this because I think about this and even in my own life, like like organizations or people that push you, you know, and it really feels like World Vision is pushing Rotary to even mm-hmm. do more. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, we have all of this social capital. We have all of this relationship capital. We have all of this political capital and we're not pushing the boundaries of these projects further and further and further. And when he was talking about the scale of projects yeah. that they'd love to do. I'm like, holy smokes, my head is like blowing up because like, <laughs> wait a second, like a $20 million project? Mm-hmm. Well, what would that do? Well, that would like solve water for this entire like region. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> and it's right there in front of us, right? And I just love, I love that relationship with World Vision because they are a nice tailwind behind Rotary as we're, we're super local and we're, you know, we're all those things. And they're just a reminder of look at how big we can think. And we want to mm-hmm. think big mm-hmm. together with you. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. And some of those partnerships fit very well with us because Rotary has 1.4 million people that mm-hmm. we could donate. World Vision um, has members, but they also have money and they have local offices. Mm-hmm. So when I went to Honduras, I was able to get. Um, it was mostly my wife coordinating this, all our neighbors together to make feminine hygiene packets. And I had a huge duffel bag that was as long as this table. It was heavy that we filled up and I was able to give it to World Vision and say, when you do your other projects, you know, give these out. So it's interesting that we have a synergy. I know that word's overused a lot, but it is an additive process when Mm -hmm. we get these partners together. And I'll tell you, it's great to meet those people because they become your friends. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, my friend Kim, who's a big World Vision person, he's also Rotarian. Yep. So, and he's about to join the Arch Clump Society, a big We know donor. Kim. Yeah, yeah we? we know yeah. Kim. We had him on. Yeah, yeah he's Kim was great. on the show. He's wonderful. So traveling with him, you could hear all the stories. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty. He's an airline pilot. Oh, he's gosh, a he's... ship captain. He belongs to the yacht club. Author. <laughs> wrote a book. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's It's pretty remarkable, like. The people that I've met in Rotary have been nothing short of remarkable, mm-hmm. you know, and you see, like you said, I mean, I, I, it is an overused word, but it's, it's the right word. The synergy, yep. the, the liked values. I mean, that's why it plays so well internationally is we have a, we have a common value set mm-hmm. that we're speaking and we're starting our relationship from. And I think that that's so powerful and I'm glad that we're, we're constantly looking to partner with other organizations because I mean, what we've learned about our own organization and you can't do everything by yourself. And some people are better positioned to do certain things. And when you can leverage all of those things, especially as we're talking about these projects of scale, I mean, why, why wouldn't we go, wait a second, you have all the relationships on the political level or like a local office and obviously funds. Yeah. And we have all of the human capital that you can imagine. And, you know, some of the more, um, well, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm just like, it literally just fell out of my head, but you get what I'm talking about. Like there's just all of these impacts that it's just, it's so inspiring. It's hard not to get just completely swept away by it. And I want our, your listeners to know that we're not only helping those people, we're helping ourselves. We're growing. I mean, Last night I came home and I looked at our water bill and it was for a quarter and it was less than $200. And I'm thinking if I had never gone to Honduras or these other places, seen these water projects, I would think, wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And it is nothing yeah. um, to have clean water, to be able to brush our teeth. You know, it just it makes us grow. It makes us appreciate things. What a, and what a great perspective. Any service that our listeners will do will make them better people and they'll feel better about things. Mm-hmm. And it's healthy, too. The the water, and that's one that just in the hygiene stuff that you just take for granted so much in this country. And then when we've had guests on, it's the stats are just incredible. Yeah, and you learn mm-hmm. how big of an impact it has, and, and it's, it's crazy. 
You take longer showers when you get home. <laughs> With your mouth open. <laughs> With the garbage disposal in the drain, right? So you can cook in there too. It was a Seinfeld uh, yeah, reference. I remember that one, yeah. You know, as we're, as we're getting close to the end here, what are some of the main things, you know, we've touched on a lot that you really want people to take away you know, A, from what's coming up, and B, you know, in general with with what you've done with Rotary and what people can do. So membership, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think you're right, Chad, because the reality is we have this gift that's Rotary. And I would not have joined Rotary but for the fact that someone asked me to join. And we need to share this gift of Rotary with as many people as we can because we see these individuals, you can go to a hospital and you can see people making blankets and things like that, but they're not being used to their full potential because they're not part of Rotary. And I want people to know if they want to have a heart and hands for service, join Rotary because we can give you club grants. We can give you district grants. We can give you global grants. When we started the Veterans Club within two weeks, we had a 20000 We've got them through a grant management seminar, which was a requirement. And they had $20,000 to redo the first floor of that veteran's home so they could have camaraderie. <laughs> um, so we have things to offer. You're not just joining and paying dues and not getting anything out of it. And whatever you want to do, you could do it in Rotary. You can create your own project. You can create your own club. So let's get our friends in here. I think that's really well said because I think <clears> – <throat> I think a lot of membership programs are, you know, just organizations in general, they're struggling because people are like, oh, well, I'm just paying dues and just showing up to a meeting. And I, I really like the way that you put that is, you know, tell us what you want to do and we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Yeah. We'll connect you to the the people, the the funds, the things. We'll just we'll really get it going. I love that so much. Love that so much, Tom. Gosh, you're just always you're just always full of gems every time you're on here. Uh. Well, thank you. We appreciate you joining us for the third time. First third time, we're gonna have to start getting always a, a know, pleasure, Tom. Get a membership pin for uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Clubs for second, third time, I uh, guess. But you know, it's been a joy, and it's been great to learn more and more, uh, especially this time around with what's going on as. Uh, as we go international, or you go international with uh, the new president, or president, right? Am I saying I, I get my terminology wrong <laughs> a lot? Yeah. The, the, but <laughs> so, well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, Thanks, Tom. Thank you for the opportunity. And we'll be back. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Show off your Rotary Club spirit with Russell Hampton Company. They're the world's largest provider of licensed Rotary items. They make everything like hats, jackets, shirts, banners, and more. Russell Hampton Company is a fourth-generation family-owned and operated business founded in 1920 by a member of the first-ever Rotary Club in Chicago, Club Number 1. When you call Russell Hampton Company, you get more than just a company. You get a fellow Rotarian-owned business who's there to help. No matter if you're ordering for your entire club or just yourself, no order is too big or too small. Not sure what your club needs? Their team members can help and customize just about anything. They live by the Rotary 4-Way Test. They also give 10% of all purchases back to Rotary to support Rotary's global work. So remember, Russell Hampton Company is your one-stop shop for all things Rotary. Learn more at bestclubsupplies.com. That's bestclubsupplies.com. Russell Hampton Company, Rotarians serving Rotarians. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concern? Will it build good? Will it better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? When we pay it forward, it will be returned. Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. 
Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing right now was performed by the Rotary Club of Saskatoon, Natuna in Canada. When we take it forward, it will be returned. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and... Russell Hampton Company, the number one printer for Rotary, and uh, they can help you out with your business, any printing needs. Yeah, they got some great stuff here. Thank you for uh, sponsoring us. And if you're looking for a sponsorship opportunity, you can contact us at searchingforserviceshow at gmail.com. We'd love to talk to you about that. In this past episode, we had the Tom Gump. He is not our first guest. He is not our second guest. He is our third guest. Third time guest. First third third time. Three times already. Um, Tom Gump is the aide to Stephanie Urchak, and Stephanie is our president for this um, upcoming year, 2024 Rotary International. Rotary International. Rotary International. He's probably in Pakistan right now. Yep. Yeah, it was a great show. Yeah, it was cool to learn and hear about, uh, you know, rolling out the the new theme uh, coming Mm -hmm. up this year. And then just Which, which is, look, if you're watching online, the magic. The magic of Rotary. Mm-hmm. And then all the trips there, all the different international uh, yeah. trips they're going on. It was, it was pretty cool to hear and, and talking about some of the polio stuff they did. And... Yeah, it's always nice getting an update from Tom because we kind of get the the real real time report of what's happening, yep. mm-hmm. kind of boots on the mm-hmm. ground and where where we're focusing on and um, what brings us where and why. And so often when we're interviewing folks, we get you know this was a project we did earlier in the year or this is something yep. that's coming up versus something Ongoing. the things that are happening right now and so it's it's always a nice change of gears and tom yeah. is always a wealth of knowledge for us and it it really helps the show i mean we we get really preferential uh informa- information and we get it first i mean yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I really loved when he was talking about uh the story of how she came up with the uh, the theme for the year. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That, that was really great. Powerful. Very. Because sometimes because sometimes you're like, no, are they just sitting at a happy hour? And they're like, yeah. I need a theme. <laughs> and I'm, sure, I'm sure they all have stories, but to that, you know, at the club level, we probably don't always hear them. And yeah. so, it was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was, it was good to hear the connection on it. Yeah, for it sure. Because I, I always think of that. I'm like, they're out cocktailing. Yep. And it's like, the magic of of course that's it <laughs> yeah and Tom, more of a calculated decision yeah. i guess it sounds like well well once you hear i mean you guys just heard the story so i mean you know that it was uh, a powerful mm-hmm. yeah. it was tied to service so and tom's always helping grow and start new clubs oh my and gosh he's an amazing guest that uh you know every time it's different we learn more yeah we look forward well, to having him on Probably more in the Again. future, especially yeah. especially as as they come into their rotary year. Although I'm sure he'll be mm-hmm. a little bit tougher to yeah, schedule. Get a hold of, yeah. yeah. Well, we want to thank our listeners for tuning in to this um, yet again amazing interview with the Tom Gum. The Tom Gum. The Tom Gum. As a reminder, I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk, and I'm Chad Larson. It's time to stop searching and start serving. We'll see you next week. Woo woo. <laughs>